0: It was all she had time to think or pray before it exploded in the parking area, killing two of the prisoners and scattering the rest. The force of the blast knocked her off her feet. She could smell the explosive and feel its hot wind on her skin. She got up and started toward the warehouse. As she did so, the little boy ran into her. She held him. He didn't try to get away, just looked up at her with those brown eyes. At that moment, she did something she was never able to explain to herself, perhaps because the shell had come so close and she'd almost just died, or because before the revolution, her best friend in school, Fariza, had been Jewish. She grabbed the boy's arm and began running out of the parking area with him, Out of the corner of her eye she could see her husband looking strangely at her. She continued running. In the street, people were lying on the pavement, some wounded, others with their arms over their heads, still others, ran to get inside the warehouse. A shell screamed overhead and exploded near a building on the street leading to the port. Pieces of the building rained down around them peppering the street with shrapnel ziba hit the ground pulling the boy down with her she could feel him trembling against her as fragments of the building splattered around them they lay in the street waiting for the next shell to blast them into nothingness was what she was doing a sin she wondered another shell exploded down toward the boulevard road near the harbor as a woman, she did not know the Koran as a good Muslim should, but she seemed to remember something about the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, saying that it was good to help orphans. She had heard about the executions in Isfahan. Two Jewish women had been raped over a hundred times before they were killed. The men, those Zionist Yasusa, had been chained between trucks and literally pulled to pieces. She looked at the boy. Was it possible he had witnessed such things? Oh Allah, you demand much! she thought, wondering if she should just walk away. If she brought the boy back to the warehouse or left him here, he would surely die. A shell exploded far up the street. A second shell exploded louder and closer, less than a hundred meters away. The next one would come down right on top of them. She buried her head in her arms, certain she was about to die, the boy next to her on the pavement. She waited, every nerve screaming, unable to breathe. Nothing happened. The shelling had stopped. Zeba looked up. People were starting to get off the ground. She stood and pulled the boy up with her. What should she do? She didn't even know why she had saved him, What had possessed her? What would she tell her husband? It was just that he looked so little standing there, not much bigger than Rahim. She knew she had to do something. People were walking, running, some looking anxiously to the west, toward the Iraqi front. The shelling might start again any minute. She took the boy's hand and began walking, remembering that before the Revolution there had been a synagogue a few blocks from here. She walked quickly, pulling the boy with her. "'What is your name?' she asked him. He looked at her but didn't answer. "'Was he dumb?' she wondered. Traumatized. He wasn't retarded. His eyes were too intelligent for that. "'Perhaps for Allah, His name didn't matter.' She turned the corner and saw the old synagogue. It looked battered, ruined. All the buildings in the city were scarred, but this one was barely standing. More a ruin than a building. There were holes in the façade and roof, and deep scars gouged by bullets and shrapnel during the fighting. Someone had painted, Bar Israel, Death to Israel, on the door. She knocked. And waited. No one answered. She knocked again and again. A small door in the building next.